Hello and welcome to Delusions of Grandeur. I'm Lady Naomi and I'm here with... Chrissy Marie! Hey, Chrissy Marie, how you doing? I am amazing. Amazing? Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Especially today, I'm so excited to be talking about what we're talking about this episode. Do you want to say it first? No, no, you go. We're going to be talking about IKEA! <laughs> IKEA stores worldwide and in Australia is our subject for today. So if you aren't into flat pack, fuck off. No, listen to our TED Talk. By the the end of this, you'll be like packing your car ready to go down to IKEA. Yeah, yeah. Well, there is a good story about packing your car. (laughs) But uh, so, okay, tell me some fun facts about IKEA, can you? I, I can, I can. So IKEA was founded on the 28th of July, 1943 by Igvar Kamprod. Did you say that correctly? Uh, maybe, maybe not. Go go fact check, whatever. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, also, fun fact. So, when it first started, IKEA actually only sold small goods and wallets and stuff. So oh, they, really? I didn't know that. True story. They didn't actually start selling furniture until 1948. So, that's like five years after the fact. Okay. Even more fun fact. They did not start selling flat pack until 1956. Okay. When a little designy guy called Gillis Lundgren. Did you say that correctly? I did. I've practiced that. Okay. So he was trying to put a table into his car, couldn't, had to take the legs off. Went, hang on a minute. There's, There's something, something here. in this. <laughs> right. So I, I love that. I love that part of the story. It's an interesting part of the story because I actually used to work in a secondhand store on weekends. Mm-hmm. And I once sold a table to a fellow who drove it home over the top of his VW Beetle <laughs> because the legs didn't come off. <laughs> so I can understand why mm. Mr. Lundgren yeah. went, oh, the legs, mm. they can come off. That's exactly right. Onto something pretty good. So, uh, sorry, I've interjected with a story about a VW Beetle. Um, so go on, <laughs> tell me more. Well, IKEA isn't actually like a name. It's, it's an acronym. For? So it's for Igvar Camprod. So it's that's the I K. Yeah. E is I'm not even going to try and pronounce it because that's a small farm that he grew up on, and the A is also a very foreign word that I I'm not going to try and pronounce. But that was the town that he was he grew up in. So he's a very sentimental kind of guy, and that's how he got the the name IKEA. I understand, or I understood, or I've heard this, and I don't know if it's true uh-huh. that every piece of uh, furniture or small stuff for sale in the store is named after a town. Well, no, not actually a town, um, but he gave all of the products actual names. So um, they're, they're typically one word names. Some are actually two word, but um, and they're, they're basically all Scandinavian. Um, but there is, there's different methods. So beds are named after different areas in Norway. Sofas are different towns in Sweden. Things like rugs are different places in Denmark or Sweden. The fabrics and curtains are Scandinavian female names. Um, Things like bathroom, all of the bathroom stuff, is after rivers and lakes in Sweden. Um, Bookcases are professions or Scandinavian boys' names. Um, And things like children's products are named after mammals, birds or adjectives. Why did I not know any of this? And I've been an absolute (laughs) freak for Ikea for years. But like the, the funnest fact out of that whole situation that I am obsessed with is that the founder gave everything a name 
because he was dyslexic. And so he found that naming pieces was far easier than trying to deal with product codes or letter number combinations. Oh, that's amazing. Isn't it just? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And oh, this is this is another really fun one. I'll stop with the facts soon so that we can just get, get into our shared experience with IKEA. Mm-hmm. But IKEA catalogs used to be a thing and they stopped making them in 2021 because environmental impacts and that kind of yeah. thing. However, when they were being printed, there were actually more copies of the IKEA catalog printed each year than the Bible. So there were 180 million copies of the IKEA catalog um, in 27 different languages and then the Bible was only 100 million copies. <laughs> they were still printing 100 million copies of the Bible? Yeah. I know. <laughs> I think that's the weirdest part of that fact. But I used to love the catalogue. I'd pore over the catalogue and mark pages and things that I wanted. And yep. and then when it went online, you know, it's just not the same for me. No, it's not. It's not. And and I'm going to round out the one last. Um, no, actually, I'm going to I'm going to save that fun fact till the very end, so we can oh, close on okay. on a really fun fact. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, what's your IKEA experience? Um, every time I go to IKEA, I have to buy a three pack of scissors. <laughs> Is is there is that like a superstition thing or what? A superstition. <laughs> no, it's just a bit of a tradition for me because hmm. I I have scissors in the garden, I have scissors in the house, I've got scissors in the kitchen, I've got scissors everywhere. You have a scissor thing for sure. I I'm I do have a scissor thing. Um as my photographic interest does show, hmm. I have been known to photograph people holding scissors. In a series of images called Sheer Delight. Have Have you had someone photographed with IKEA scissors? No. Because I'm like, that That needs to go in there. Uh, it'll probably happen. <laughs> People do, do like to be photographed with the same pair of scissors, the really big ones. But that's not the point. No. So, yeah, every time I go to IKEA, I buy a three-pack of scissors. Mm-hmm. And... W- Recently, my neighbour sent me a message going, oh, I'm at Ikea, do you need anything <laughs> other than scissors? <laughs> oh, so did she just, did you already she had knew. the scissors? or she did she? Knew. Okay, I thought she might have been like going, no scissors for you. No, no. Okay. Well, no. Not, she's not like the scissor Nazi. <laughs> no scissors for you. No, uh, yeah, but the, I've had some really fabulous purchases from Ikea, but the scissors is just a tradition. It's a constant. Yeah. 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 Nice. What about you? Um, <laughs> me and IKEA go way back. Um, <laughs> way back. I did actually have probably my favourite IKEA story. So it was on the back of a little bit of tragedy. There'd been a breakup and I had to, to find a new place to live. And um, a lot of my stuff kind of got broken. Yeah, there, there was issues. Anyway, as a result, it was, okay, let's do a trip to IKEA to get things like a new bed, a new lounge, a new dining table, some storage. Like it was, it was a lot. Like it was a big. <laughs> and my my little ritual when I go to Ikea is I plan everything down very, like I go with a detailed list where I can She's get the product. very number. big on planning if you hadn't worked that out. <laughs> yeah, because I, I panic because I would hate to think that I would go to Ikea and then get home and go, oh my God, I miss that one thing. Um, mm. Because I would obsess about the one thing that I didn't get instead of the hundreds of other things I did get. So there was um, a situation where, so yeah, this this new little, you know, townhouse house thing that, that the kids and I had moved into 
And at that point, I was rocking kind of like a family wagon. Um, and it was a bit of a one-shot deal. It's like, we're going down. We need to try and get all of these things. And luckily, Lady Nami was my accomplice slash assistant. I was the day. wingman. <laughs> And and I'm talking like a, a Toyota, almost a Toyota Turago size type it, it of vehicle. It was a huge people mover that all the seats folded flat. Yes, in. yes, and um and we filled that to the brim. I, I still remember this vision of Lady Naomi in the passenger seat, having her hands up, almost like a surfboard kind of arrangement over her head, because there was this great big. I can't even remember what the thing was, but it, it extended. It was a, <laughs> I think it was a bookcase. It, I think it was a Billy bookcase. <laughs> And it had to be taken out of its packaging to actually squeeze it in. Yeah, it, it must have been a Calax because I until oh, this year I didn't own a Billy. So um, yeah, no, yeah. you're right. Yeah, or Expedit. Ectorp. Expedit was what they Ectorp. were prior to yes. the Calax. Um, so yeah, <laughs> same thing. Yes, and I drove. Well, she drove home, and mm. I sat in the passenger seat, hanging on to this piece of white melamine for a mere 200 kilometres um, and was very grateful when we got home and yeah. then loaded it all into the garage because it was late. It was late and yeah. I had oh, no, wanted... no, because we, we assembled the bed as well <laughs> that night. I couldn't even see out of the back to reverse it into the garage no. because and it was... some little man chocolate. came to assist us putting stuff into your into the back of your car and just made it worse. Yeah. Do you remember that? <laughs> He was trying to be helpful, but he did. He had no idea of Tetris. No, no. Then they obviously didn't have the little shapes when they were no, babies. So, no. yeah. But no, that was that was a very fun, very expensive IKEA experience. But that was my little. It felt like a dollhouse because it was just all of my favourite weird, wonderful, amazing things that I got to fill mm. my space with, and it was it was mm. such a spiritual experience. Oh. Um, which I I do feel like like going to IKEA is. Well, I must say that when they started having ephemera, mm-hmm. paper products, mm-hmm. I was so excited by that. I actually had to go down and buy some stuff, even though I didn't need it. And I have a vast array of stored, unused ephemera here. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh my God, they're selling ephemera. I have to go. I have to go. It's Ikea. It's Ikea. And yeah, that was good. But they don't stock much of that anymore. No. Which is a bit of a pity, but they do have an interesting range in, of all things, live plants. I bought some beautiful orchids there. Yeah, no, I avoid live plants like the plague, to be honest. Yeah, so, well, okay. yeah. Or they avoid me yeah. either way. <laughs> if they want to live, <laughs> That's right. they stay well away from me. <laughs> it's not like the Terminator, don't come with me if you want to live. It's like you stay exactly where you are if you want to live. <laughs> yeah. But so my last couple of trips to Ikea have actually been a bit disappointing and that's COVID-based. Mm-hmm. Because they've not been able to get the stock yeah. that, that you used to be, uh, you used to experience. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something that we are all peace, love and Ikea. But one of the things that really does grind my gears when it comes to Ikea is their delivery. Um, and it's because they, they don't actually start to pick all of the order until a certain date. So I go on my computer today, I order all of my amazing things and then there's a date in the future, could be a month in the future where they're like, cool, that's your delivery date. So then the day before that, or sometimes the day of, they will go, we're going to start to pick this order. And that's when they go, oh, not in stock. We don't have that thing anymore. So now your delivery order is going to be pushed back. So it's like, okay, cool. And then guess what? Same thing happens again. So the day before, mm-hmm. you, <laughs> 
they're like, we're going to pick it. Oh, no, we don't have that thing. Um, and it, it really is such a frustration for what otherwise is an absolutely flawless operation. It, it re- really does turn me off um, shopping there. And it was very difficult during COVID times because we couldn't just jump in the car and go there. You we were bound by some really rigid rules as far as where you could travel to and all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it meant it, it was prohibitive to go there. But um, yeah, it, it's that's my, my biggest bugbear. And I mean, I can deal with the cost. It is really expensive to get stuff delivered from Ikea. <laughs> I can deal with that. I just can't deal with this rolling due date because they don't have an efficient kind of pick and pack type of situation. I have only experienced the delivery once and that was when Pineapple Head ordered, I think Pineapple Head ordered a bed to be delivered mm. and I got her to throw in a mattress for my camper, mm-hmm. um, which was fine, except <laughs> I went over to her place to pick it up and work. Oh, how are we getting this mattress in the back <laughs> of my... At that stage, station wagon. It did actually go in in the end, but it was like, it was a bit odd. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think for me, the vast amount of allure of Ikea is actually going there and walking around. Yeah. And I think I mentioned this in a previous podcast, would have been, oh, maybe 10 podcasts ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. I think it was the one on Costco. Yeah. And... Uh, We'd arrived there early in the morning and had gone straight into um, the eatery mm-hmm. because I think we were getting frames for uh, looking Maybe. for love. Yeah, potentially. And could not work out why all these fuckwits <laughs> were walking against the arrow because there's <laughs> arrows on the floor directing people which way to walk. But in fact, we were the fuckwits because <laughs> we'd gone in and gone straight up and had breakfast and then had came had come out a different way to our normal entry into the store and were walking against we were the people walking against the arrows <laughs> and uh yeah it was mm, uncomfortable when i realized that that was me i was walking against the arrow can i tell you that that's actually got a name so it's referred to as the long natural way oh really and that is designed to allow customers to see the entire store and while there are cut cut throughs and depending on how much like business you are we know all the cut-throughs. We know where oh, they yeah, are. yeah, I never use the cut-throughs. There's no point. I, I sometimes do on the second trip around where, like, you go back to the car and you're like, oh, my God, I forgot that. Then you're like, straight in. But, uh, mm. yeah, and that's why I, I need to go with a list and need to be very prepared. And it's a one-trip thing. It's like with your groceries where you've got them and there's many, many bags in your car and you're like, I'm doing this. That's me at Ikea. Where I'm like, I don't care if I can't see over the trolley. This is all happening right here, right yeah. now. And because for us, it is quite a drive. <laughs> You know, Not really. It's an hour. Well, it's, it's an hour and a half for me. But <laughs> but it's, it's you know, when you do go, you maximise your time there. Mm-hmm. Mm, they did at one stage have um, uh, like a lolly section and they had these absolutely awesome lemony sugary things. Ooh. And again, Pineapple Head, I really rate you. Love you to death, chick. <laughs> came back with a, a whole bag of them for me. Mm. was like, oh, I hadn't been to Ikea myself, but it was like I'd managed it. <laughs> See, when we when we did the Costco episode, we talk, talked about cinnamon scrolls. Ikea cinnamon scrolls are very good too. Oh, really? See, I didn't know they made cinnamon scrolls. <laughs> they, they're, they're big. They're like a, a regular human. Instead of the mini scrolls like Costco, these are a good proper. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you, you always need maybe two or three mm-hmm. for the road. So, yeah. 
I do remember going there once and buying um, lingonberry jam. Okay. For our friend Miss Halford mm. in America. Uh huh. But she was living in in New South Wales at the time. Yep. She's like a real proper rocket scientist. She really yeah. is. <laughs> Why she hung around with us is beyond me. Yeah. Um, Adorable. Yeah. Maybe she's one of our US listeners. We'll have to check Maybe. that out. Maybe. Mm. Should. Should check that. <laughs> um, so, one of the things I do enjoy about IKEA is their new, fairly new, returns policy. So, if you've used a piece of furniture and you no longer need it in your life, it no longer suits your style or your situation, if it's in good condition, you can return it. And it lives another life. Yeah, or you can just whack it on Marketplace and have 20 people say that they're going to come and go. And then no one turns up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that that's the answer. Because, my, again, my, my only the drawback with the, the IKEA return policy or the, the one where it's like they will buy it off you is they don't give you much. Like if, yeah, for a, a wardrobe, because I'd looked at that when we went to sell some of the stuff when we were doing a, a bedroom makeover, mm-hmm. they would – that would have given me like $18 for a wardrobe that I ended up getting 60 from on Marketplace. So I think it's, okay. it's worth doing your research and kind of going, how much can you can you deal with? But also for the regional people, it's very difficult to get a fully constructed IKEA item back to IKEA. It is. And, <laughs> and for regional people, you may want an IKEA wardrobe, but you don't want to drive to Sydney to get it. Yeah, yeah. So it's worthwhile looking on Marketplace. Exactly, exactly. But um, yeah, because IKEA stuff does typically hold its value pretty well, especially because it's put together, but also that it's it's in those saving you the travel and, and that kind mm. of thing associated with getting it yourself. It is a nice, fun experience. Uh, often constructing the flat pack afterwards is not the greatest of fun for me. I do the smaller ones, but I don't like the big ones. I mean, you did the whole packs wardrobe thing. It is the best fit. And I, I'm a very proud mum because my second born is like, grew up on Lego. So Ikea flat packs are just like bing, bang, bong. Like they really oh, okay. do just, they get it. So very, very happy. And that was a very proud, a, a series of proud moments in my life is that when I got to take my firstborn to Ikea and give them that experience, and then I got to take my secondborn to Ikea and give them that experience. It's like proud mummy moments. Because it is life lessons. It's, it's a spiritual experience. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, um, so have you ever bought something then gone, oh, shit, that's not going to fit in the car? <laughs> this is the story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> We could run an entire podcast episode just of the shit that I've bought on Gumtree or Marketplace or from an actual store that then does not actually fit in the car. For me, it's it's always the one type of item. It's always a chair. Oh, chairs are it's tricky. Like, oh, shit. That chair's gorgeous. I've got to take it home. <laughs> oh, well, there was one time when I was stuck outside a department store in Newcastle, New South Wales, and I had to phone a friend. <laughs> Um, to come and try and Tetris me in. Mm. And he did the, I'll bring my car, it'll fit in it. There was no way it was fitting in his car. <laughs> Ultimately fitted in mine with the help of some hockey straps. Um, yeah. But I, I, did, I have had the IKEA experience where you've driven to Sydney and you've bought a huge thing. Mm. And then, oh, no, that's not going to fit. And it's really funny. I managed to get an Ektorp three-seater lounge 
into the back of the station wagon one day Hmm. but struggled to get a single chair in a couple of weeks later because just because of its styling. Yeah. We had an unfortunate situation where my husband and I had gone to Ikea just for like one thing. It was one little thing. No, no, true story. And um, the nature of his work, they typically changes cars quite often but something had happened and I think one of his cars had just spontaneously combusted and so Uh then he had a a borrow car which in size was the same size but um, the opening when you put the seats down both seats went down but then there was like this little tunnel hole in the middle Ah. it wasn't like full fully down yeah yeah so yeah that was like you know I think we had ended up deboxing the thing and then slotting it through there but it was that moment of oh my god is this gonna fit (laughs) that was was more poor car design than anything but we and and now assuming that if both seats go down then there's gonna be yeah to get something in there so yeah that's uh it's come close a couple of times but I don't think ever in Ikea history I have I've not been able to successfully transport something home. Oh, I came close. And you often see a single person in the car park struggling to get something huge into their car. And I always wander over and go, do you need a hand? Yeah. So have you got some more fun facts about Ikea? Yeah, I do actually. Um, So more than 11.6 billion Swedish meatballs are sold in the UK alone, which I find horrifying because I'm not a fan of the meatballs. I have to make a confession. I've never had one of their meatballs. I, I'm, I'm speechless. Well, I'm a bit <laughs> funny about. You should be because they they look a bit gross, and then they put this sauce on them that's a bit gross. Like, yeah, yeah. like why would I? Why would I do that? Do that to myself. <laughs> their salmon is lovely though, and they do make a nice fruit salad. My cinnamon scrolls are exceptional. I've, I can't comment on those either. <laughs> Yeah. No, so how meatballs. many? 11.6 billion in the UK alone. Oh, my God. They, don't, they are a bit crazy about their little cuisines over there, those oh. crazy poms. Oh. <laughs> I wonder if it's the same recipe as over here. Yeah. So I assume so because everything else is standard. Well, yeah. I do like um, a lot of their chocolate. Go through that saying. <laughs> Uh, yeah. 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 So if you were going there tomorrow, mm. what would you buy? Their rugs are exceptional. I, I think I have one of their rugs in almost every room of my house. Really? Yeah. Yep. They do good. Like a, it's not a full shag, but it's a good quality sort of tufted rug. They give good shag. <laughs> but no, they, they, their rugs are great value for a great price. I find that they're awesome. Um, oh my god, I've never even considered their rugs. Oh no, they're they're amazing. Like oh. as I said, literally. Um, Obviously, I need to go again. Yeah. <laughs> Very quickly. That's right. Their photo frames are exceptional as well. Yeah, their such, photo frames are great. Yeah, such good value, great. such great frames. Um, I just, I, a bit like you, I just love going and immersing myself in that experience like I either go to the Marsden Park one or the Rhodes one but I love the anticipation of entering the Rhodes one where you go up in the big escalator and it's like you're ascending into heaven yeah. like it's but I think they're stocking <laughs> their stock levels there are vastly different to Marsden Park mm, yeah and to Tempe as well so these are all in New South Wales Australia, Australia. <laughs> yeah and maybe it maybe the experience does vary I 
I'm a bit old school. I like the idea of the upstairs downstairs kind of arrangement where everything's pretty and well laid out and it's that real showroom kind of feel upstairs and then you go downstairs for business. Like <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and there was a I was reading something about where that's their most common layout is that two-story upstairs, downstairs type of arrangement. Oh, okay. Um, okay. More to sort of like maximise space and, and that kind of thing given where they are. But the one at Marsden Park is a single layer kind of arrangement. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Like, <laughs> I mean, one day we went there and did that and Costco. Mm, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, it was like in spending heaven. <laughs> yeah. But they've got – the thing I like about Ikea is that even though you can have gone there many, many times over, you just find something new. There's something new and, and different like, every time. Oh, I've never considered that. And I love being able to use their things in different kind of ways. Um, in terms of like there's a I, – I use it as a little side table for my little chair in my office. And it, it's originally – I think it's a plant stand or something, but it's oh. my little side table that holds like a couple of little coffee table books and, oh. and a cup of tea. So I really like that about how you can just think about it all differently and use it all differently. Um, yeah. mm, multi-use. Actually, I'm just reaching across here to my drink where I have. Oh, what's that? That's an IKEA tray. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And no. I only unpacked that the other day. I've probably had it. Oh, three or four months, maybe more. <laughs> you can't rush these things. No, you can't. <laughs> is is there something that you've bought from IKEA and you're like, didn't quite live up to expectations? No. Never. <laughs> I don't think so. I can't recall anything where I've gone, oh, disappointment reigns supreme here. Yeah. No. No, no I don't think I've ever had that. There's probably times where I've come come home, driven home and gone, oh, I should have bought that. And it's that, that pivotal moment when you're lined up to go through the checkout. Mm. I often try and do that that little bit of bargaining where I'm like, oh, I've got this thing, but do I really need this thing? And you see all of the little bins there where everyone has <laughs> rationalised. stuff, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but sometimes that's the good place to pick stuff up too, where you're like, oh, I did see them and I didn't. <laughs> and it's there and it's like the universe is telling you, you Absolutely. need that thing. So, yeah, I, I like that experience. My last trip there, they had cacti. Okay. I was really surprised because I'd never seen that before. They do do fake plants as well, and I can't do fake plants. Love fake plants. Can't kill them. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> but I don't like fake plants. I like the real deal. No, I, I love them. But um, it surprises me that they have both. Hmm. They're in the same section, and sometimes they're really hard to tell apart. I know. <laughs> Although I must say, and, and we need to, this kind of disclaimer needs to be said, we're not being sponsored by IKEA. We're just freaks who like the show. No, but hey, mm-hmm. if anyone from IKEA is actually listening, Absolutely. pick us. Yeah, pick us to do anything. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we love IKEA. I do like the odd photo taken inside IKEA, though. You know, you can be a bit silly and a bit naughty. <laughs> See, I'm more business in there. No time for this frivolity. What? I'm like, yeah, whenever I'm doing my camera stuff, I'm either taking a picture of like a little vignette or a little moment that they've created. I'm like, oh, yep, snap. I'm going to I'm gonna replicate that at home. Or I'm taking pictures of the tags so that I know exactly what location to go to to be able to pick my shit up True, yes, the business do that, end. do that. Yeah. File, zip, rack, zip. Yeah, that's it. That. That's it. Yeah, that. no, none of this frivolity though. I don't. I don't do crazy really? shit like that. No way. No Ooh. way. Business. Business all okay. the way. Yeah. <laughs> we have very different approaches to, to well, our I think care. We need to. We need a trip. 
Yeah, well, like, there's actually a couple of things that I need to pick up. Well, there's just... nothing I need, but let's go. Yeah, done. Let's, All right. Let's wrap it up now so we can go now. Oh, yeah. it's a bit late now. No, never too late. Uh... You're right. It's never too late. <laughs> I'll have to change my shoes, though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, you can wear your slippers. I'll, I'll keep my audio on. It'll be fine. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we a stunning pair? <laughs> Ikea doesn't judge us. Ikea loves us anyway. Maybe we could drag Alicia... Alicia yes. to Ikea shortly. Oh, maybe, maybe that's like if anyone else is interested in coming on our little Ikea trip or if you need us to pick something up for you, jump on our socials. Just let us know. Delusions of Podcast. Delusions of Grandeur oh, she Podcast. I can't even say it. I'm so excited. I'm like, we've got to go. <laughs> We're going to Ikea. So it is. I del- need scissors <laughs> and I need lots of other stuff I haven't seen yet. So we are on Delusions of Grandeur Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And we would love to hear either your favourite things from Ikea. Do you love their meatballs or not? Do you need anything? Let us know and we'll go grab some stuff and then we'll... <laughs> We'll be back. We can drop it off to you on the way home, provided that you're in our, our local area. Um, but, yeah, we, we are very excited about IKEA. There was an Australian comedy series some years ago where they tested IKEA's refund return policy yeah. by buying stuff and just intentionally assembling it wrong oh. and taking it back. <gasps> and uh, and it was quite funny. And I wish I could remember what it was. It was an ABC comedy um, yeah, I don't really know what it was called, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, they they misassembled some really amazing stuff. <laughs> and that's what I think it's like really important if you're making the trek down to Ikea, there's no rush in putting it together. Follow the instructions, get your Lego loving children to help you out with how to follow the instructions. Mm. <laughs> I did once buy eight dining chairs for outside for the screened area. Mm. And um, they were they, they were like a flat pack, or they were just a plastic wrapped chair that you had to assemble when you got home. Uh-huh. The first one took me forty five minutes to put together. Mm-hmm. The last one, seven. Yep, seven minutes. <laughs> they should all have taken seven minutes, but that first one is like, oh, I don't understand what I'm doing here. Mm-hmm. Why don't these things have names on them? Why are these people drawn? <laughs> The little cartoon man shows you exactly what to do. You just got to trust them. Um, but yeah, and, and in my experience with flat pack stuff, so IKEA obviously that's what they do and what they do very well. There are other brands when you buy flat pack stuff, don't ever assume that it's going to be as easy or wonderful as the IKEA. Yeah, true. Because <laughs> it never true. is. Everything's just that slightly bit out, or whereas IKEA is just like precision, um, and that's mm. that's why I like it because there's no surprises. It is almost impossible to put it together wrong. Um, I have had to undo construction more than once where I put something <laughs> aside on upside down or back the front or that kind of thing we've all been there uh, but again it's just that slow it down be patient and, and enjoy the spiritual experience of creating your own furniture I think the last thing I assembled was two calyx two by two white gloss cabinets mm-hmm. and I, I think I surprised myself that day at how quickly and how well they went together mm. Uh, and I haven't tried anything since because, well, I've hit perfection level. I don't need to try again. <laughs> we we went very big on IKEA during the pandemic. Um, so so we, you did a whole wardrobe, didn't you? We did. So we did uh, our entire walk-in robe got pulled out and redone and 
I used their wonderful design services. I had a really good teams call with a beautiful consultant, I think at Rhodes, and they then ran through the design of what we had and that kind of thing. Amazing experience. I really love the way they put that, that together. You save your design and then you can print off basically a shopping list of everything mm. you need to create that. So that was amazing. And it looks excellent mm, mm-hmm. together. I mean, you've done a brilliant job. Yeah, you yeah, know, it was it was fantastic. Very, very happy with that. Um, we've also got our entertainment unit. So we have a, a oh, low. Yeah. yeah. And then it's, we've got the, the two. That's the Besta, isn't it? Uh, yeah, the Besta's the low. And then we've got a Billy on either side. Um, oh. And then in my office, I've got a Billy with the glass and metal doors instead for a little bit more of a contemporary look. And I'm not sure, but I think a Billy, say that I've got a Billy is a... a Urban slang for having a, a joint. <laughs> no, when we say it, it's IKEA Billy. It's a bookcase. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, because yeah. that's the only Billy I know. Well, I'm putting in in our in the room we're in now in the podcast room. Mm-hmm. I'm putting uh, floor to ceiling, wall to wall, <gasps> glass doored bookcases. So excited! So we do have to go down and pick those up uh, at some stage. Yep, and also for my firstborn, they got one of the beds with the ottoman like the gas lift so oh. that's got all the storage and oh, everything yeah, yeah. Un- underneath it amazing bit of an ordeal to put that together actually yeah, yeah. that, that was a bit that's, stressful that's generally something with gas lift anyway isn't it that's yeah the and issue, it's you very issue. very very heavy very very bulky it's interesting a bunning cell flat pack kitchens but mm. they actually run a course on how to assemble them and i don't think ikea have ever run a course. They don't need to. Do they Do they YouTube? I don't know. Like Bunnings YouTube caboodles. I, I, I think we need to look that up. I think we need to make an investigation there. Well, let us know. Yeah. Yeah. And let us know, are you the kind of person to build your IKEA yourself or do you outsource that to somebody else? Oh, I outsource So many IKEA. questions. No. Oh, please don't ever do that. Oh, well. <laughs> Guess who's putting together my wall-to-wall, floor-to-ceiling bookcases? Oh, happily and do it's that. Not me. <laughs> okay, now before we wrap this up, are we ready to wrap this up? I, I guess think so. Yeah, yeah. Well, my my last fun fact, and and I find this intriguing actually. So, one in ten Europeans were conceived on an IKEA bed. Oh. See, that's something I really don't want to think about. Isn't that's an amazing stat though to have that brand presence across Europe? <laughs> so what is IKEA? Uh, what is it worth? What uh, what's their net worth? Oh, I did look. It's it's in the billions. It's they're very good, and they are actually responsible for one percent of the world commercial product wood consumption. Wow. Which they are trying to work on because obviously that's not great that they're churning through the wood. So they're always innovating and trying to find better better ways mm. of using the materials that they have. So. Yeah, a lot of uh, their products are now made in China. Whereas when I first started going to IKEA, it was all, you know, made in Scandinavia. Yeah, and they the part of their business model they used to have change. Yeah, yeah, they used to have like so one certain town would build one component of one thing, so they would get a factory that that would make say the doors for for the billies for example so they would that that was their job that's what they did and they were geared towards 100% manufacturing that thing and so it supported the towns it gave them that sense of ownership but also it it minimized the cost because they didn't need to be able to do 100 different things they just had to do their one thing really well 
and then that got shipped to their mass storage area, which then everything came together and, and they could oh, sort of wow. ship it out from there. So um, that was historically what they did, which was an amazing idea and, and a really efficient business model. But as you say, over time that has shifted. And that's why they experienced some issues during the global pandemic was because supply issues, we had all of the logistic and the transportation issues, but mm. also mass shutdowns across a range of, of countries, mm. which then impacted their production. So, yeah, lots, lots to learn, but still lots to love. Hmm. Fascinating. Absolutely <laughs> fascinating. Is um, Mr. Ikea, Mr. IK, yeah. is he still alive? No. No, he passed. He died? He passed away. <laughs> yeah, he did. So, okay. yeah, yeah. But, um, no. So, he's... Uh, yeah, bless his little cotton socks. He's done a good job. Yeah, oh, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed IKEA. Mm. A lot of IKEA. That's it. But yeah, we, we've got to go. Like now, we, we're going there now. So okay. let's let's wrap so, this show uh, up. We got to go, peeps, because we're heading off on, on a be- road trip. Before we do, what time? What what are we talking about next time? Oh, I don't know. What we bought at IKEA. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a whole episode, and oh. then we'll actually do like a live episode as we walk through IKEA. These people can share our journey with oh, us. Oh, maybe that would not. be the worst episode ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what are we talking about next week? They're actually going to talk about free education and education overall, and accessing education, self-directed, self-driven, self-paced education. Learning. Learning. Going to learn about book learning. Yep. Yep. All kinds of learning. Oh, so fantastic! Very exciting. Great. Yeah. That'd be great. Uh, well, hey, thanks for listening once again. And if you uh, if you have an IKEA story, hit us up on our socials, which she will tell you about because I can't remember my own name most of the time. <laughs> uh, and, yes, upload a photo of you trying to assemble something or something got awful you assembled or something you amended, changed, varied. Oh, yeah. How did you upcycle your IKEA? Mm. <gasps> yes. Tell we us your IKEA stories. Absolutely. Please on, share that. Hang on. She's going to get this now. <laughs> so we are on Delusions of Grandeur podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Uh-huh. Yep. So share Anywhere your stories. Else? No, not yet. Okay. So we're not into the world domination yet. No. We? You know what, though? Like our podcast is now available on Audible and Amazon. So we are now across Blueberry, we are across Spotify, Apple Podcast, Amazon, Audible. We're everywhere. See, I would be really impressed with that if I knew what the fuck you were talking about. <laughs> Just more wonderful ways to be able to hear to us. listen. Each and every Wednesday morning where we, we drag ourselves out of bed very, very early to come and bring this to you on a Wednesday morning. <sighs> yeah, go. So it's well worth it. We, we hope you think it's worth it because we really enjoy making it. Uh, but I'm getting the bums rush. We've got to get in the car. Got a That's bit it. of a drive ahead. So uh, see you later, Wally Gator. And uh, we're off to Ikea. That's it. Toodle pip. Bye.